0: This week's episode is going to be a little
1: different. This week we have our men's takeover, so I'll be stepping away and turning it over to the guys.
2: What's up, y'all? I'm Ray.
1: I'm Jay. I'm a major. I major in psychology and communications. I'm involved here at Vice President FACES, BSU,
3: BSCBB. Yeah. I'm Shedrick. Uh, I major in chemistry to focus in pre-pharmacy. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm in Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, uh, boys to men, and I'm also a student athlete, I play football here. I'm Jennings, I'm a sport management major. I don't have
4: a minor yet, but um, I'm involved with AMSP for the events coordinator, and I'm also the social chair for MSBC, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio.
5: Oh, what's up, I'm Asaho, um, public health pre-med major with a minor in biology. Um, um, as far as campus goes, I'm the external affairs chair for the Ohio University Recruiting Society. I'm also the president of the Epsilon Atlanta chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. And yeah.
2: Last fall, Ohio University boasted its largest freshman class in the history of the university.
3: Although OU, OU brought in more students than ever, black students were still sparse in the admissions. Out of the 2,216 black students that were admitted last year, just
4: 188 of those black students enrolled.
5: Lack of representation is a common theme nationally as only 24.9% of black men nationally have their bachelor's degree. So, what's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling today?
3: Pretty good, man. I'm, Chilling, man. Good. I'm
5: feeling great. I'm having yeah. a great week. You know what I'm saying? Me yeah. So It's almost Friday, man. Man. Right,
2: man, like, y'all ready for, for the I'm I'm so coming, weekend? I'm coming so weekend.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Won't be here for that one. uh oh, man, I, Lane. I'm, uh, no, I'm Lane. going to Maryland for uh get in the game conference. Maryland. Okay.
2: Okay. 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 Well, how's classes going mm. so far?
1: Class has been cool for me, I'm cool.
2: Pretty good, I'm
4: yeah. in Cluster, I'm fighting for my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I heard about Cluster, though. I heard Cluster's it's pretty- crazy. crazy. Yeah, Cluster's crazy. Hey,
1: it's
5: man, cool man. though, it's cool. You got it, bro, I'm, I'm really praying for you. To have fun with that one.
2: Well, um, speaking of classes and college life, um, y'all are all very well, much very well involved in different organizations. So how do you carry yourself in the classroom, like knowing that y'all are part of like different types of
5: organizations? uh i'll go ahead and go first um i came like to ou and college and stuff to pursue a degree first so like the way i look at it is like i'm a student first before like the org stuff although the work stuff is very important i always make sure that like, my school work comes first and if i'm like slipping or like i need like a day to do something and i have an event that clashes like the school work always comes first so i always always think like yeah i'm here to get university first like my parents are paying for me to like get my education first so Orgs are, imper- orgs are important but like i'm here for me first you know what mm-hmm. i mean so yeah, yeah. I piggyback off that. Like of course, like
1: like the org stuff is important. Uh, at the same time when we in those classrooms, we represent our organizations. Whether you're president, vice president, secretary, et cetera, you represent your organization while you're in the classroom. So if you're acting a fool in the classroom, that's not it. So I, I do my best to, you know, be in the classroom, be involved. Teacher ask a question, raise my hand, give an answer, you know, keep myself involved in the classroom as well.
3: Keep my mind sharp. Sorry. True, true. Yeah. Me, I you know, I try to sit in the front. But you know, I'm a big guy, so I don't really like sitting in them small seats. So I'll be
5: sitting not there in seats be super small. You feel
3: me? Like I'll be sitting there in my, my hips and stuff. I'm like, nah, I can't even. So I try to sit where there's some space, but you know, I, you know, I stay tentative. Obviously in a uh, major is mine. I can't really not pay attention in class, you know, but yeah, I try to, you know, I stay attentive, sit in the front as much as I can, you know, just act like a regular student.
4: Yeah. I feel like I definitely participate in class, you know what I'm saying, answer questions. Stay involved with my group, help my team out any way I can. But I do also take pride in my org. So I gotta make sure I'm putting on a good look for uh for the for the for the orgs as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've I, uh, piggybacking off of what you said, also. Yeah. Um I I've heard a lot of people say like, uh, like you came to school like, you know, to get your education and not for the org. You know what I'm saying? So I understand where where all y'all coming from. But I didn't. I've been hearing that a lot, like yeah. since since I, since I came in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you feel like other students perceive you differently? And okay, do you feel like other students perceive uh perceive you differently in the class?
5: Um. Yeah. Um. Especially like me. Instead, have similar majors as far as like being a, like pre professional for the biology and chemistry world. So. It's not a lot of like black representation like in those fields and it's not a lot of black students in those fields so like in general especially at a pwi for even most majors but especially for that major so like when i go into class like oh I, I be i'm in biochem right now and like mm-hmm. i'm like the only black person in there and it's like people aren't like standoffish or anything like that but like you can tell like people look at you different mm-hmm. the way you walk and the way you talk and like come and stuff like that it's cool like i used to, i'm used to it like because like where i grew up at like i grew up like at a predominantly white high school so, like I'm used to it, it, doesn't really bother me. But like no, it's definitely like people look at you different. They like think you shouldn't like belong in there. Like they look at you like how are you even in here? Like, oh you like are you smart? Like like stuff yeah. like that. So like you could just tell, but like it doesn't like phase me. I just go there, do what I do and get up out of there. If there's people that are cool, they want to study, that's fine. But other than that, I just do what I do. Fact. So.
1: Yeah, facts. Now, especially like for my majors in psychology, especially psychology and communications, like yeah. in all my classes this year outside of um, like a dance class which ain't even part of my major but in, <laughs> in but in all of my classes that are part of my major I'm the only black dude in that class you know or sometimes I'm the only black individual in that class so you know you definitely you know feel alienated as an individual especially in like communications class to talk about culture or bring in culture it feels like you're almost educating the rest of the class you know what I'm saying cuz they don't you know they have no clue you know what I'm saying or they barely have a clue on you know what you go through in the struggle of your culture or what you go through like about your culture. Like I'll wear my hair in braids one week and then twist another week, or I'll just have it in a ponytail next week and then you know, people are looking at me crazy like like I'm just coming in a completely different person or I'll come in in a, in a beater. Not not to, you know, you know, say that coming in a beater has like a negative stereotype, which it low-key kind of does, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not coming in dressed up. Sometimes coming in a beater in a sweatpants. It, that don't mean that I'm any less intelligent than you. I just choose to basically come in my pajamas. I, you know, I'm waking up. It's nine thirty in the morning. I don't got time to, you know, dress up and don't whatnot. Fiddle yeah, and so, a fly. yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I throw, I'm throwing on a. It's not cold yet, but when it's cold, I'm gonna throw throwing a hoodie, throwing a sweats, call it a day. So, you
3: feel me? I'm comfortable in the classroom for real. But yeah, y'all, that's true. Like, it's funny seeing a lot of things in in the classroom. Like, even when you answer questions from the teachers, like the teacher act like you surprised that they, they surprised that you answered the question that yeah. you can't answer it. I'm like, I'm in the same <clears throat> classrooms for the same reason. Like, yeah. you know, my intelligence don't have nothing to do with my skin color. You know, and I right. come from a pretty intelligent place. And you know, anybody that talked <clears throat> to me know that, you know, it can get real deep real quick. So it's like, I keep it cool though in the classroom. It's nothing crazy.
4: I feel like for me in the college of business, it's actually like more black students than I thought, but I never see any of them in class, Right, like in clusters, like two of us right now, but I see way more people on like over by Bentley and Copeland all the time. I just never have class with them, so it's weird. Yeah. And then like in my class right now, I walk in, everybody be so excited to see me. They be like, oh, Jenny, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know y'all, but yeah. what's up? So yeah, I feel like for me, they see me as like a cool kid for some reason, but it's not bad. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. For me, it's like so I'm in I'm in a school of music, so it's it's literally like it's probably a lot more. Um people that look like me, but I just don't know them. like mm-hmm. of course, like it's Jyra and Neil, but I mean those are my guys like we've been rocking since freshman year, and I've known Neil since I was in high school, so it's like kind of automatically rocking, but I've been seeing like a few handpicked people that you know that are black walking around. I'm just like, oh like you're in you're in music classes, but we don't have the same class, so like you know who are you type not in a disrespectful way, but just yeah. like you know. And then also like people will see like me or Nell walk around with he play violin, I play viola. They'll be like, Oh, you play guitar or you play violin? (laughs) And they'll be like, Well he'll be like, Oh yeah, like I play violin. They'd be like, Really? Like, yeah. And then he'll be like, Oh, he play viola, and they'd be like, Really? Like, I mean, they'd be surprised. I, yeah, like, <laughs> you don't <laughs> gotta be surprised that I play, like, Like, a, I play a classical instrument. So, I yeah. mean, they it's be just, rap. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, oh, what you do? Oh, I play instruments. What you play? Piano? Like, you play, yeah, or drums. <laughs> the or, drums. Yeah, it's or all they'd all be like, they'd be like, the what bass, you wanna saxophone. do? I, yeah, they'd be like, what you wanna do? I'd be like, oh, I wanna be a music producer. They'd be like, oh, so you wanna rap? No, no. I don't wanna <laughs> rap. Like, I, don't, I don't wanna be a musician. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, so. It's just, it's just like, you know, I see people that look like me and then, you know, a lot of my classes are, are predominantly white. So walking into that space is kind of just like, you know, I try to sit, you know, wherever I feel like I want to, but it's, you can definitely tell, like, you can definitely tell, like, they, they don't think about, you know, Black people in their space because they're so used to their own space. Yeah. So when you have like something that looks different, it's kind of just like, I, I don't know. It's not the ordinary. Yeah. yeah. But, um, okay. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, um, like I said, like y'all are in a bunch of or a different bunch of different orgs, um, like multicultural orgs. At that, um, we can go ahead and talk about like DEI and uh, Senate Bill eighty three. So basically, um, Senate Bill eighty three passed um, in Senate in May, and bas- uh, basically, it's uh, the university staff and employee would be banned from striking col- uh, striking. College students would be required to take certain American history courses. Professor Tenure would be based around bias and uh, make diversity, equity, and inclusion training non-mandatory um, and affects student, or this affects student organizations based on diversity, equity, and inclusion. So what do y'all think about like, you know, not just Ohio, but schools all around America just, you know, basically saying like, this isn't important. Like, y'all don't need this space. Y'all don't need this space. Excuse me.
1: Here, I'll start this off because I feel real passionate about this. I think that it's low-key crazy because... Not like high It's, it's high yeah. crazy. High-key, You're right, ho. Right, it's high crazy because... You're asking people to not teach parts of history, especially American history, especially black history. Black people built this country. Like it's that's just the tried and true whether people want to admit it or not. Black folks built this country. You stand on soil and stand in buildings that black people made and black people were forced to make. And the fact that you want to cut out a lot of that history, if not all of that history is bogus because it is American history. Black history is American history. We've been here. As long as as you know the white folks have been here against our against our ancestors' will, yeah. but still we have been here as long as 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 they have been here, and we have still have made our mark in this country and are still making our mark in this country today. I don't know how y'all's high school was growing up, but my high school when they talk about Black history, all they talk about is Harriet Tubman for like a page. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll dedicate like a chapter to Martin Luther King. They they might give like a page to Rosa Parks. And then after, and then after Martin Luther King gave the speech, racism was just over. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, just, it was just chalk. They don't talk about, they don't talk about Malcolm X. They don't talk about Frederick Douglass. They don't talk about, they don't talk about the KKK. They don't talk about Ruby Bridges. None of that. That like, mm-hmm. they, like most of my classmates went like a solid 15 years of their life without hearing the word lynch. You know what I'm saying? I knew that. I knew what that word meant when I was eight years old. Yeah. So I'm just like, why are y'all not? Making this something like why are y'all why are y'all trying to cut this out of history like America don't get me wrong America is like a solid place it's land of free it's it, it it's giving us opportunity I'm not gonna seriously say that America's all bad I like living here however there are bad sides to America there is bad history in America and if you're gonna teach American history teach all the history teach yeah. the good parts teach the bad parts so mm-hmm. we don't repeat said bad parts because mm-hmm. you you're not giving the necessary education to those people that have no clue. What kind of blood that this that this country has shed upon people that look like us?
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to uh, i piggyback what he said like. Uh, African American history, all that, like, it's all American history, the good, the bad, like, Black Wall Street, from Black Wall Street to slavery, like, everything, it's all American history because it happened in America and with Americans. So, like, them cutting it out is them cutting out, like, people learning about their American history, especially black kids learning about what happened to their ancestors and also white kids, any color kids really just learning what happened back in, like, in America. Because if you don't learn about history and, like, how stuff happened, it's going to repeat itself, so. I feel like it's just kind of crazy, and I feel like, you know, why were they gonna, why like, why are they gonna cut it out and stuff like that? It just doesn't make sense to me, honestly. They're just trying to like, you know, push it down and try to make it seem like it didn't happen, so kids in the future don't know, and they're like, oh yeah, but, like we've always been cool, like it's always been good, like like no, <laughs> we've never treated people like this, like that's just not true. So they're just trying to hide it and suppress it, and I feel like that's really like messed up for real. But yeah.
1: I think it also like adds to like people thinking that like stuff like the civil rights movement was just so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like my like my my father was a 1-year-old child and my aunt was 8 years old when Martha the king was assassinated. My mm-hmm. grandparents was full grown adults and had families when mother the king was assassinated. They saw that whole process and both and both myself and grandparents are still alive today. God bless that. So they saw all of that happen. My parents know exactly where they was when Rodney King happened. We know exactly where we were when we found out about George Floyd. This stuff is still happening today. So the fact that y'all trying to cut out history, that is still being repeated, it's crazy to me. I just find that crazy.
2: Yeah, and I, I find it crazy that, like, there are lies being told in history books, and they're teaching kids that, you know, like— they're cutting out all this other stuff, but yet y'all wanna y'all wanna teach the truth of America, but yet you're lying to children, and they're believing. I mean, they're children, so like they have no choice but to believe it. You feel me? So I don't know. And then especially, especially it's it's kind of just like I don't I don't know it. I don't want to get it like like super upset on here talking talking about this. Yeah, but it's it's just like. It's bogus. Yeah, like bogus. And and how is it that I can't have my own space? Like, it, it, honestly, it's it's no point. And 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 just walking walking around like, you know, living my own life. I can't even live my own life. I can't I can't come to school and and join a multicultural org where this is my space for the one time in my life that I have outside the classroom. I can't even have a space outside of the classroom. Mm. I see white people every single day. I'm (laughs) tired. Let me chill out. I see white people every single day, y'all. So it's it's just like, it's just like, man, like, I can't, I can't go nowhere and see people that look like me and have, you know, that are like-minded individuals or just have, like, different passions and get to, like, uh, uh, talk to them on a daily basis. Like, that's basically what you're saying to me, and it's like, I don't know, like it's crazy,
3: yeah, this topic is kind of wild, but you know, like I don't want to make it like a us versus them thing, like not yeah. what I'm doing, but when well, you gotta think about it, like, yeah, this stuff happening, but is it really surprising, you know, like stuff like this is expected to happen like we are basically getting taught by our enemies, like at one point, they were our enemies, you know what I'm saying, they mm-hmm. taught us what they wanted us to know, so it's like at the end of the day, we can't have our power if we don't know where we come from or what we did. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not really surprising that we see that bills like this are trying to be passed because it's a scary thing when we get together and you know, it's a lot of, it's very powerful. You know what I'm saying? It it strikes fear in a lot of people's hearts. 2020, So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's even as a, as heavily underrepresented, underrepresented as we are, we can make so much change in the smallest of spaces, you know what I'm saying? Coming from the smallest of spaces. Yeah. So, you know, they trying to eliminate all those smallest of spaces, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you can't, if they don't have those spaces to come together, then what can they really do? What what can they really share with each other? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a cool, you know, it's cool that it's like, they trying to make it to where, oh, it's the same it's that and the other, but at the end of the day, we can call it how we see it. Like they just trying to make sure that we don't, you know, know what we, we supposed to know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause like, mm-hmm black people starting to wake up, you know what I'm saying? And we come together and it's it's beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they don't like that, you know what I'm saying? So
2: Yeah. And, and it's crazy that you said that shit like, um, that like, are we, are we really surprised? Do you think that's like, desensitization? <sighs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, like, because you're right, like, we're not surprised about that. And we shouldn't be but also, like, it's just like, I don't know.
1: Like, it's it's upsetting yeah. that
3: we're not surprised. Yeah, by you know it. You know yeah what I understand. What I'm like, it's, it shouldn't be something we can be like, oh, yeah, like, that's when it happened. Like, it shouldn't be like that. And yeah. that's that's kind of the point we're trying to make. Like, mm-hmm. we growing up, a lot of the times, you know, we got to the point where it's like, uh, you get pulled over, stuff like that. Your hands go on the steering wheel. You put your ID and stuff, and let them grab yeah, it. You yeah. don't move. But I put my, yeah. I
5: put my hands on the steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like yeah. it's my not that you desensitized
3: talks. to that situation, but you were taught like to be the, in the safest way possible. Right. Like, I'm not going to move. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna touch the steering wheel, and mm. and you can handle your business. You know what I'm saying? So right. like in those spaces where we grew up knowing what we what we're supposed to do in certain situations to like you know try to make it home safely, you you kind of get desensitized to it but it becomes like a a second nature to okay this is this is how i preserve my life you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like this is how i make sure i can try to make it to the next day you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying
5: yeah it's crazy that we got to put extra effort in just to survive yeah
3: and that's not even the first time we had to put extra effort in
2: no my yeah, idea, it's like going way back that we just been it's like we take two steps forward three steps back yeah it's, it's like we're not going nowhere. But how do y'all think it's gonna affect admissions? Like, do y'all or do y'all think it's gonna affect admissions in general?
1: As far as like admission in the schools. Yeah. PWIs, like like black folks are gonna stop going to PWIs because of that. Because mm-hmm. like I don't care where you come from, whether you come from a neighborhood full of black folks or you come from a diverse neighborhood or you come from a neighborhood full of white folks, black folks are almost all, almost always guaranteed going to be attracted to other black folks just off of the notion that comfortability, I, comfortability and I can like relate to you mm-hmm. just off of the colors of your skin because more often than not we all go through similar experiences of discrimination, of racism, of prejudice, of, you know, stare, like people stereotyping us. Like, yeah. like, so you, like you're like right. you not going to be able, like it's going to be very, very hard to run into a black dude on this campus who hasn't had a negative in- encounter with police or mm-hmm. hasn't had a negative encounter with getting washed in the stove or hasn't had a negative encounter with racism. It's going to be very hard. It's going to be almost impossible to yeah. find that on this campus. Like even on a PWI in Athens, Ohio, you can still walk up to a random black person and be like, hey, have you ever experienced racism? Have you ever experienced like like uh, overly aggressive police? Mm. More oftentimes than not, like nine times out of 10, they're going to say yes. I feel mm. like you
4: can't say that about it being Athens, Ohio, because you come to Athens, Ohio, you know where you at in Athens, <laughs> I mean, Ohio. no,
1: you know where you at. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I chose to come here, and don't get me wrong, I like going here. You know, I, 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 I'm from out of state. I forgot to say where I'm from, Dallas, Texas, and, and, and California, so I chose to come here um so don't get me wrong i like it here but like even down in california and texas there are still like police who who, it's definitely everywhere yeah Mm -hmm. who are who are overly overly aggressive and like Mm -hmm. i said you are it's going to be very very hard to even walk across this campus and and spot a black person and them saying that oh i've never really experienced racism or i've never Mm -hmm. experienced discrimination so a lot of black folks are going to stop Applying to PWIs and going to more HBCUs like Howard and and, and Jackson State and TSU like like they're going they're just gonna start mm-hmm. doing that more because yeah. they want to be around other Black folks.
5: Right. Yeah, I was uh I'm gonna go for what he said. Yeah, that's very true. Like especially if this Senate bill passes. I feel like two things are going to happen. I feel like a lot of black people will stop coming to PWIs because of what's going to be in place and because they're not going to be able to have safe spaces to talk about things. And it could affect many, like, black organizations. Like, we're all a part of could be, like, eradicated diversity and inclusion centers like we have here and other schools have. Like, they're going to be eradicated. And black people are going to be kind of turned away from that because they're not going to want to be in a situation or a place where they don't feel safe or they can't, like, um like— relate with their peers or people that look like them. Mm -hmm. And two, the thing with a lot of HBCUs is that there are a lot, but a lot of them are underfunded. So you hear about the Howard's, the TSUs, the Jackson States, but like there's so many other HBCUs that don't get talked about because they're not funded. So yes, black people will be going to more HBCUs, but it's going to be a fact of, I feel like overall black people would just stop going to college. Cause like, they're just like the big ones, like you said earlier, the HBCUs, like I'm all for HBCUs. Like they're all great, but like, a lot of them are really underfunded, and like they can't really take that many students and stuff like that. And people have trouble getting scholarships, getting funding from HBCUs because they simply just don't have the money. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be overall. I feel like it's just gonna be overall like black people just stop going to college because there's just not gonna be enough space at HBCUs, and then they're not gonna, there's not gonna be a space where they can relate at PWS. So
2: yeah, yeah. That's 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 kind of what I was about to say. Like, do y'all think is do y'all think their their goal is to stop? Having black people go to school like all around.
4: I mean, right now, like it's not that many black people in school, right? Like, like you see black people everywhere because we have <laughs> our community. Mm-hmm. But like in on the an everyday scale. basis, on the grand it's scale, there's not, yeah. not a lot of black people yeah. in school already. So if they're trying to kick us out, they might have a chance at that. But also at the same time, I think regardless, people are gonna prevail and find another way to get their education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can learn like, anything like in the sports world, Man. you see, you see, they stopped going to college, they started the G League, they started OTE. They're gonna find a way around mm-hmm.
1: to going overseas. Yeah, they're gonna
4: find a way to excel regardless of what's happening. Okay.
2: So yeah. I got I, faith in us. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's the that's the real good thing about us is like we're not just gonna we're especially not. with our generation, we're not just gonna sit down and like let this we're happen. We're not gonna roll over. Yeah, like we definitely gonna find a way. It whether that be stay here in America or go somewhere else and, and do our own thing and find something else. Like that's I think that's like like Shay was saying, that's that's what's beautiful about us. Um so we have these multicultural black spaces that we know that are important. Um, I think it's even even more important that these black spaces are going to be eliminated for black women. Um and speaking of black women, there are um there are certain things that are being put into play where Uh, they can't get abortions anymore. So what role do you feel men play in advocacy for reproductive rights?
1: I think we play a big role. I mean, it it takes two to tango. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it, but it takes two to make a child. So it's just like, (laughs) it's just like, like, for me personally, whether you agree with abortion or not, in my opinion, I, I don't have the right to tell a woman what she can and can't do with That's her right. body. Whether I agree mm-hmm. with it or not, if she wants to go through it with, with an abortion, then she can go through with an abortion. Um but, you know, if, if you're especially if you're making it more difficult for black women to get abortions, I find that crazy because a lot of black women are coming from um, impoverished communities you know and, and and just may not know better and may just end up making a mistake like that's just that's just the, the statistics it just it just happens more often mm-hmm. um and making it even and and one a lot of black women don't have the money to pay for said abortions and the and the country is trying to make it even harder for black women to have abortions i mm-hmm. find that crazy like like if you if you support if you support every other race having being able to have abortions you should be able to make it just as easy for black women to have abortions, especially since the conception rate is just so, it's just higher, especially at younger ages, due to environmental circumstances.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, that's true. Like, I think we play a huge role as well. Like our black women, they're the strongest, most fierce creatures on this earth, in my opinion. Say that. The most beautiful people on this earth. And yeah, fact, even though they're that strong, it's only so much they can do without our help. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it when a when a woman in general walks into a space, she's not automatically looked at how a man is. Like I could walk into a space and I can command the space just off of me being who I am. I'm six five, three hundred pounds. They going you gonna see me, you gonna look.
0: Mm-hmm. But you
3: know I could have a, a a black woman walk into a room, the same room, and she could be what five five or whatever, and nobody's gonna look at it. Nobody's gonna pay th- paranoid attention. She got something great to say, but mm-hmm. it's not gonna matter because nobody's gonna give her that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. We have to open up those doors for them to have those opportunities to speak for themselves and to be able to support our women. And I feel like this also bleeds into like the mortality rate. Like, yes. if they can stop us from having abortions, the mortality rates will continue to increase because mm-hmm. let's call it what they see it. But they killing like killing black moms. Like, yeah. the mortality yeah. rates aren't just that for no reason. Like something's mm-hmm. going on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like this is just trying to you know, under the behind the scenes, just kind of stack on top of itself. So, like, mm-hmm. okay, they can't get abortions and now they're going to die when they get, or they have a higher chance of uh p- passing when they, you know, have children and whatnot. So mm-hmm. uh, let's just have, let's see as many as them we can make have children, you know what
5: I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they can kind of eliminate themselves. Yeah, that was about to, that was about to bring that up. That's a really good point. Yeah, like as far as in America, I believe that black women have the highest rates of miscarriage. So if they're going to, they're trying to take away abortion and then they have the highest rates of make miscarriage. Okay, like what's what are you really trying to do? Like what's going on? They got the highest you know rates of
1: miscarriage, they got the highest rates of of dying during childbirth. Yeah. And, and it's not even close. Not it's close. not yeah. close like, at
5: all. Like it's it's like like come on, like you know, like we see like, you know, what you're trying to do, like you're trying to prevent them from being able to get rid of the babies before they have them, so that when they have them they can just you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's definitely a bigger thing going on, but yeah, like I said, it's like kind of like a double me on both sides. So it really like yeah, it takes like Jay said, it takes two to tango, and they should have more control and more rights over their body if they want to have it. They will they should have it if they don't they don't you know so yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Do y'all have any examples of like what men like us, um, whether that means in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said
1: I got a question.
3: Okay. Yeah, I enjoy.
1: okay. You're with a woman. Mm-hmm. She want to keep the baby. You mm-hmm. don't want it. Yeah. What do you do in that situation?
3: I will start, I guess. Um, personally, like Jay said, you take to the tango. Um, as much as you don't want that kid or whatever, personally, I'm gonna have to own up to it because at the end of the day, I made the decision. I knew the the consequences that could come with it. So. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like, I'm gonna have to figure something out because if she want to keep the, the child, then we gonna keep the child, you know what I'm saying? Because you knew what you was doing when you decided to do what do what you did right. and you knew the uh, potential uh, outcomes that could come from it. So regardless, like, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, with dead beats and this, that, and the other, I feel like that's one of the most cowardly things you could do because yeah. Girl. You they she didn't make that baby on her own. So at the end of the day, I'm a I'm gonna end up on it. I'm gonna own up to it. Right? I'ma make sure that kid is okay. I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that kid grows up as best as they can. That's yeah. because, that's right,
1: because that's right. especially especially in our community, like it's a stereotype, it, it can be a joke, whatever. There are a lot of fatherless children in our community. That's yeah. just that's just what it is. If you and and, and I find it crazy that people think that, that you can lay down with a woman unprotected, and make a baby and think that you can just skirt off on her when she said that she want to keep it. Like, you are just as responsible for this child as she is. If She decides to bring that child into, into the world, and like, you got to be the protector and the provider. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who, and especially for young black men. Young black men need their fathers in their lives. Young black women need their fathers in their lives as well, but young black men need a father figure in their life. It's just paramount. Like, mm-hmm. me personally, I don't know the type of person I would be if my father was not in my life. Yeah. Like, that, that, like, that man shaped me personally like that man shaped me so like having a father or a father figure in the life of a young black man or even a young black woman to to teach them the ins and outs of life and teach them how to maneuver through this world like as a man that's paramount and yeah. the fact that like people think that they, they can just lay down with a woman and then just skirt off her i find that crazy yeah, yeah it that's is. crazy i'm definitely glad that my father is in
4: my life man because yeah. As a kid, I'm like, dang, why he bullying me? Why he picking on me this, <laughs> this <laughs> But, like... Making boy tough, man. Yeah, he made, he made me, like, ready for the real world. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they gonna call you names. Yeah, they gonna pick on you. They gonna do this, they gonna do that. Yeah. What you My gonna do about yeah, it. Bro. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. what you gonna do about it, man. So, yeah. I feel like if I'm in that situation, I definitely gotta man up, own up to what I did, and get this kid a good life, man. Like, I gotta provide for myself, but I also gotta f- provide for everybody that I brought with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks.
2: So sure. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't grow up with a dad, y'all. My fault. <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> but, yeah. awesome. but no. But I think, uh, but but to the the answer to that question though, um, I think about it like I don't want to be what I saw growing up. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means like you know owning up to what I did, mm-hmm. uh, taking care of the woman and the baby, um, even after she gave birth. You know, you feel me? So. I think um I think it's 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 hard for me to say to say a lot where when it comes to like having that sort of father figure in my life. Um, but I did have, you know, a strong black woman to, to shape me. And like I said, like what I saw growing up, I promised myself I would not be. Mm-hmm. Um, which damn near is another stereotype. So my fourth for cousin, but yeah. um that's I I, I refuse um yeah. to to be looked down upon. Um and I just I just don't wanna be like another one of those that that just left somebody behind, mm. especially at such a vulnerable moment.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's facts. especially with especially with like strong strong black women and strong black mothers like how I look at it in my family like my 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 pops is my soul but my mama is my heart mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like they like like they they complimented each other very very well and mm-hmm. I, and I, and, I, and of course like i said I, I just gave a lot of credit to my pops but I gotta give a huge amount of credit to my mom because like my mom like my pops he was he, he's a reporter so there would be times you know he'd be writing off stories and there'd there, there, be days where i go by. Like when I was young, I just wouldn't see him. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like I'd be asleep by the time he get home or, or I'd be at school by the time like he wake up. You know what I'm saying? So days would go by and I just wouldn't physically see this man my mama was the one that like raised me for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I give all the credit to my pops. I don't hold no, no, no resentment towards my pops. He's putting food on the table. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's that's what he had to do. But my mama like raised me. And even my dad will agree, like my mama raised me. My mama taught me right from wrong, like in a human aspect. My dad taught me right from wrong from a man aspect, Mm -hmm. but just how to maneuver as a human being and how to be a good human being in this world. Mm -hmm. That's all my mama. Like, mm. mama, be you hearing this, shout, shout out to you, mama. You know what I'm
4: Shout out to black moms. Yeah. For sure. Y'all amazing, yeah. For sure. Y'all. Thanks Dukes brought me to Germany. I can't. <laughs> I got a fair back for that one. <laughs> I got a fair back for that one, man. It's it crazy. It's
2: crazy, it crazy, man. For sure. Well, uh, moving on to the next topic uh, marijuana legalization. So, how do y'all think uh, marijuana impacts the black community as a whole?
3: Um, as a whole? I feel like the black community leans on drugs way more than we have to. Like, <laughs> but we've grown the way. It's always been something like we've been peddled with, like. I'm trying to say we've been peddled with or Reagan. Yeah, like diseases Reagan. and stuff in our bodies, and it's like. Oh, we're not going to tell y'all about that, but we did just put some diseases in you, but it's like, you don't have to know that You're going to be all right, so you, like, you black, you can take the point yeah, you good. Like we always, we've always been grown, like we've always known to lean on something that, you know, everybody trying to get by in some way, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. in a lot of hard times, that quick, that quick substance, that quick high, that something like, or you can go to sleep better or something like that, something that will take your, your mind away from the pain mm-hmm. that you always mm-hmm. see you know, people use that and it's, it's very real and it's, it's understandable. Like, mm-hmm. this life can get really hard sometimes and sometimes you gotta have, find an escape, but I feel like we do lean on drugs as a community way more than we need to, because mm-hmm. we have a lot of solidarity in each other Sorry. as well as, you know, in the world around, like around the world, it's always somebody that's been through what you're going through and like are open to help you. So I feel like mm-hmm. we, we lean on that a lot more than we
2: should. Before we keep on, we do not use marijuana. We do, oh we
3: we no, do not no,
2: no drugs at all. and we don't drink. So not at all, not at all. We'll go ahead. Is next. Uh You got it. You got it. Okay. Um yeah,
4: um
5: as far as drugs being used and stuff like that, I feel like a lot of black people use it. I think it's two reasons. I think it's one because a lot of the communities that black people are in, drugs are very potent. Um <laughs> Like I feel like a lot of, in a lot of communities, a kid, young, could be walking to the elementary school bus, and he could see someone selling whatever on the corner or whatever. Like especially in black communities, mm-hmm. drugs are very, very highly pushed. That's one thing. So like if you're seeing something your whole life, and everybody around you is doing it and you know you see wherever you may be who you are you see whoever the top dog or top person may be who's selling drugs has a really good life and you're like oh that's what i want it's going to be somewhat conditioned to you to want to do that because what you're seeing is success from a person that's doing that right although it's not good is what you're seeing so that's one thing It's in our communities and two a lot of people do use drugs because of how tough society can be mm-hmm. um, i'm not saying only for black people society society can be tough for everybody but we are like you know what I'm saying we have prejudice against stuff uh, racism uh, discrimination and stuff like that so a lot of people like Shed said they use that as an escape it's like escape from the world and like to just go somewhere else real quick to sleep better to deal with it better to just calm their nerves and stuff like that because it's a lot of it's very, like, it's a it's an active word out there. It's a lot of things going on. It's a lot of things that's going through people's minds, you know what I'm saying? And they want something to help them relax, to help them, you know, take the pain away for a little bit or just take their mind off it for a little bit. So for those two reasons, I feel like it's very highly used in the community. And we do lean on it, which is we shouldn't, but we do because of just how it is, So
4: is. Let's not forget, we're not only seeing it, but we're hearing it. Yes. yes. All I was going there. Like, all the songs right now, they're talking about selling, using yeah. it, or I whatever. Yeah, But... Also, I feel like white people use drugs just as yeah, much just as black do. people. They yeah, do, but it's not as publicized. It's not right. in the it's news. It's not. It's not. They're not going to be in the bad. news for some for some marijuana. But let 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 LeBron have some marijuana. Oh, oh man. God, the world you know, gonna you flip.
3: Some, uh, some cocaine in the White House office, in the Oval Office, or something like that. Was yeah. <laughs> in the Oval Office. It probably it was. Is. Crazy hey, that Trump is. probably no, put it really there. Nobody knew about that. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. It's crazy. No, but
1: real real talk, like especially like within like impoverished black communities, a lot of these people do not have the money to go seek actual therapy. Exactly. So like, you know, people, therapy could be $100, $200, $300 way a session, but you know, like like weed and, and pills and, and and God forbid, um, codeine, like I was gonna talk about like, especially like with codeine, even though it's not marijuana, it's way worse than marijuana. It still it gets you especially, high. Yeah, like especially like like down in the South, like don't get me wrong, Love Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying. Lil Wayne's Man. my guy. Lil Wayne's mm-hmm. one of the goats. But the promotion of codeine and 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 lean and stuff like that down in the south, like it's it's a culture it's down there. It's 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 a terrible culture, but it's a culture nonetheless. If you don't got that yeah, lean belly, know, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, down like completely so wrong, no, no. <laughs> but not, nah, but just like sipping, like people. I know people, like a handful of people, who have genuinely undiagnosed mental disorders, like. Insomnia, you know, PTSD, borderline personality disorder, depression, anxiety, and they're using marijuana, they're using pills, they're using codeine just simply just to go to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. That is not that's not, you know, having fun and recreationally, you know, you know. Smoking marijuana or, or or popping a pill or you know sipping lean for the first time. No, that is drug abuse. That is mental health. That like yeah. you you need to get that checked out. That is mental illness. If you yeah. can't even sleep without you know smoking a joint or smoking two joints or, or sipping a sipping lean just to go to sleep, like mm-hmm. that's, that's that's mental crazy. illness.
5: Yeah, yeah. I was, and I was about to hop in off that real quick. It's because and people also do that and they use drugs as an escape because one they can afford a lot of black people can afford healthcare in these communities and two. Um, it's really popping the black community that black black people don't trust doctors, they don't trust healthcare don't because know. of the Tuskegee experiment yes, right. oh and stuff gosh. like that, which is which is fair. But they don't, they don't trust it. They don't trust getting shots. They don't trust taking people, taking stuff from doctors because mm-hmm. in the past, we've been told that, you know, we're getting treatment for something and it's good and it's going to make us better. And the government actually used it to test on us right, and to see, see what the effects would be. So for those two reasons, a lot of people don't, they can't get, a lot of black people can't get to doctors and get to an effective doctors mm-hmm. and they don't trust doctors because of what America has done to us over the history of time. Have y'all seen that movie about the Tuskegee experiment? Uh, I yeah. have, I haven't
2: seen it. it. Wow, no. Literally, I, I saw it. Um, sophomore year of high school. Insane. Yeah. Um, but Jay, you you spoke, you said something about mental illness, and I'm glad you did, because uh, that's our next topic. Um, is mental health. So, um, us as black men, we have uh, a a large stigma um about mental health um it's a very it's a very real thing we all know that of course but um how do you say that you how would you say that you cope um you know if you're going through something and you're like man like this week or this day was just like horrible and like i it's just like it's just like that tip of the iceberg how how would you say that you cope with that
4: Honestly, uh at the end of last semester I started picking up on like meditation. Yeah. That's actually like really Thank helpful. You. Meditation mm. is crazy. Like that's therapy without the therapist, man. Mm. Just taking a second to take a deep breath and really breathe mm. is going to clear a lot of a lot of stuff out your Get system real, real quick. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I feel like sometimes I don't want to see my friends but also, at at other points in times, my friends are the ones that are bringing me back up and bringing yeah. me back to like re my week. Like, yeah. oh, today's not over. I, I get to go kick it with my friends. Like, that's that's a a buildup.
1: That's a positive for me. So it's a blessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's up. like me personally, like I've already been through like my own mental health struggles, and I did it like by myself because it was during like COVID. Mm-hmm. So I Man, would, and, and I don't know and I don't know how COVID was like in Ohio or whatever, but COVID Crazy. in California was. Bad.
5: Oh yeah, like, it was bad out there. <laughs> oh, it, it was, was bad, bad out there.
1: Like yeah, we yeah. could barely leave the house, like just to go to the grocery store. So you know, the only people I was seeing, you know, throughout the day was my was my mom, and my dad. So I like I couldn't see my friends, couldn't see like like the people that I more or less like, grew up with. Mm-hmm. So that along with you know some other stuff, like like I couldn't, I didn't have like an outlet, and I was more or less suffering like on my own. And I told myself if I was to ever go through like mental health issues, I would never rely on like drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. because. It, I, my my brain will want to rely on it anytime I felt some type of weight. That's how addiction so, starts. Yeah. Man. So yeah. I so I so I so you know I body that you know I body that completely sober. Love to do it. You love to see it. But I don't wish that on anybody else. So whenever you know people ask me, especially like my black man ask me like, "Yo, what can I do for mental health?" One meditation. Meditation is a great thing. I don't know why people think that that's just like weird. Meditation like is getting within yourself and truly like making getting getting all that angst and that all that all those negative thoughts. Are going to subside while you are within yourself and tapping mm-hmm. in with yourself, but also just doing things that you love with the people that you love, mm-hmm. doing things with your homeboys. Like after, like you know, they kind of lifted COVID a little bit, got to see my boys again, got to go to the bowling alley, got to go to the skating rink, got to just chill and like talk, you know, and mm-hmm. and 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 you know, grow up a little bit and have mature conversations. Mm-hmm. That really helped me like a lot. Like being able to lean on each other as black men, because a lot of people, there's there's just some stigma about how black men just can't like lean on each other. Like I don't know if y'all like remember this, but um like with Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors when they posed for them photos and people was like calling them sus and calling them like weird and stuff, mm-hmm. like that's a friendship, like that's a bond. Or, like people find it weird that like like I tell my boys like 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 hey, I hey I love you, get home safe or something or yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. People find that like weird, and I'm like. Man, you don't know what somebody could be going through. That could be the last time you ever talk to them. Yeah. I, I don't mean yeah. to, you know, bring that energy down, but that could be the last time you ever talk to them. That could you know? saved their life that day. That yeah, been that one just, thing they
3: needed—just okay. hearing mm-hmm. that they,
1: lo- mm-hmm. just hearing that they partner love them. Just hearing that they yeah. partner like, hey, I'm here for you. If you need me, you can just hand, you can hit my line. I'm gonna pick up the phone, no matter if it's 3 a.m. If it's 3 p.m., I'm gonna pick up that phone. You know, you can let your heart out, whatever you need. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like us as black men just need to take a hold and let us and let each other know that we. We can rock with each other. Mm-hmm. If if you need to lean on another black man's shoulder, don't be afraid to do that. You know, because just because some people on the internet, some immature idiots on the internet, <laughs> you gonna call that sus or call yeah. that crazy or call that or call that you know. That, I just find that crazy, but, you know, just being able to lean on each other is something that I think is really impactful for a black man, you know. Yeah.
4: I think yeah. the internet ruined us for sure. <laughs> oh, because, God. I didn't say that. <laughs> man, man, what? You go on social media, they always talk about man up, man up, man. You don't need nobody, like, get back to work. Like, yeah. no, bro, I need a break. I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going through it. Like, mm-hmm. where's my friends at, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, my friends is the ones that got me into meditation. So
1: yeah.
4: it's like... I can't man up, bro. I need somebody to pick me back up. Right. This is
1: rough. Yeah, and that, and just like 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 women growing up, like you know, like like women, will, like especially if they're going through something, that, like, so they're going through a breakup, they'll cry it out, they'll hug it out, whatever. We did not do that growing up. We're you not encouraged the, to though. Yeah, we're not encouraged. We, yeah, but we're all yeah. We're also not encouraged to do that. So by the time that we mm. like grow up, let's say like one of us going through a breakup, are you straight? Oh, man, I'm chilling, man. You know, you're not talking about it. You know what I'm saying? You're not letting it out. If it's hurting you, like it's okay. Yeah. Like you, you broke up with your girl that you were dating for like a year or whatever. Like that is supposed to hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's okay to let that out. So I feel like 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 it's it should be way more normalized that dudes mm-hmm. can actually you know sit and talk with each other like that yeah wait
3: one way i cope for sure i call my mom man <laughs> She's gonna tell me what i need to what i need to hear not always what i want to hear day, but yeah, she gonna yeah. tell what i need to hear every time but mm-hmm. uh, i understand that you know everybody may not have that that relationship with their mom or not have their mom here with them so like uh, another way i i cope um i listen to music a lot uh music yeah. really calms my soul you know it's not always young boy and little baby, like just take a little time, listen to some R&B, listen to some gospel, yeah, like mm-hmm. listen to some classical, like mm-hmm. music really touches the soul, like you you don't just hear music, you can feel, feel music, yeah. it flows mm-hmm. through you. Mm-hmm. And that's one way I just try to, I turn my phone off, I turn my electronics off, turn whatever off, just turn on something that's gonna help me relax, help me, you know, regain focus, mm-hmm. come, back to, come back to center a little bit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Another way like, I don't want to sound negative in no way, but don't, don't cope. You know, coping is a way to to mask what you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel those feelings. Like no matter how bad, like Jay said, it's supposed to hurt. Like things are going to hurt. Allow yourself to feel that because mm-hmm. eventually if you don't allow yourself to feel it, that feeling's going to come out somewhere it shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like with me, I try not to project any of my, um my emotions onto anybody. Like I'm a very Same. calm person. I'm a very, um, Soft-spoken person, I don't say too much you're around you know a lot of people. But at the end of the day, like yeah, it's okay to not be okay, man. Like mm-hmm. you can you can feel it's not always a suck it up type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like like you say it get hard. Like you don't gotta suck it up. It's okay for a man to cry. Yeah. Life so, sucks sometimes. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? There's gonna it's be sucks.
1: there's gonna be moments where you know you gonna be like like damn man like like life just not shaking your way. It's mm-hmm. okay to. To, you know, let yourself – it's okay to, like, let yourself cry and let yourself get it out, and then after you let after you let that emotion out in a healthy way, you know, build yourself back up, all right, let's rock. You know, life yeah. is getting to me, let's fix it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah, I was, I was about to say, um, therapy is not only, like, over the history of time, it's always been, like, um, frowned upon for men to – men of all races, all ethnicities, white blood, it doesn't matter. Men of all cultures, it's always been frowned upon for them to – show emotion, you know, for them to ask for help and stuff like that. Like, it's always been frowned upon, uh, but it's always been frowned upon in history for a man to show any type of emotion throughout every culture you've ever seen. So, you know, not only for black men, but you know, every other type of man, You know, it's a thing where, you know, toughen up, you know, in every culture, you know, put some dirt on it, you know, you're good, like get up, you know, and and specifically in the black community, I'll say like a lot of black men and black people don't get therapy because the therapist that they may or may not be going to is not someone that's black. So they're gonna be like, you can't relate to my struggle. You don't know what I went through and stuff like that, which is true, but it doesn't mean that the therapist can't help you. Therapists went to school for years. They have degrees, they have certifications and they studied the human brain and human activity to know the questions to ask and things to say to help people and just because they don't know your history or what you went through doesn't mean they can't help you. You You know what I mean? So I feel like it's a thing not only for black men but for everybody, you know, go get therapy if you need help. If you don't, want to go to therapy or if you think it won't help you just talk to somebody you know don't let it stay inside you know what i'm saying so that you know everybody can be collectively better because everybody struggles with it you know and it's frowned upon in all cultures for men to get any type of mental health help or stuff like that so it's started uh i feel like like the world and a lot of people are starting to wake up now that like mental health is really getting pushed and stuff like that like if you tell your professors you need a mental health, they, like, they'll, like, now they'll be, like, now you're good, like, you know, come back next time, you'll be straight, like, uh, take your time and stuff like that. So it's become more of, like, a thing now. Do
0: mm-hmm.
5: you
1: get
4: mental health days?
5: You, if, you, if you email, yeah. you, if you email yeah. a professor, they'll definitely, like, Yeah, yeah. yeah if you actually, like, with going with for through for something, sure. if you email yeah. a professor,
1: like, yo, yeah. I'm just going through a tough time right now, they, they will, help you. That, out. that's one thing that I really do like about, that's one of the bright spots about social media nowadays. Social media has really highlighted the, yeah. like men, like mental health is like a real thing because pre-social media, especially for men, it was suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. But now you see a lot of like dudes like crashing out because they are sucking, sucking up, it up and deal with it and not letting and not feeling those emotions. So when those emotions eventually, you're not gonna be able to stop your emotions. It's just not gonna happen. You can numb it you out. You can only
4: hold it for so long. Yeah, you Man, can numb it out. You can numb
1: it out all you want until it's gonna come out in a destructive way, whether it's- They it come out the worst way possible. Yeah, binge drinking, whether yeah. you snap on your significant other, whether you snap on your kid, you know what I'm saying. You do not want that. I would, you know, I would, I would much rather all my men just to, just to, you know, cry it out. You know, what I'm saying it's okay to cry. You know, Yo, what sit I'm
4: behind saying? the closed door, man. Let it out. Yeah, though. like if, if
1: you don't want nobody to see it, it's fine. Do it on your own. Rebuild yourself back up, and then let's 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 get back and focus.
2: Yeah. Heavy on the, you can only hold it in for so long, y'all. When I tell you during the summer I was going through it, bro, I was going through it. Like, I'm, bro, I'm saying, like, I was hurt, y'all, and, like, the thing, the thing that I do, the thing that I did and that I learned is I listened, I looked up a podcast, it's called All Black Men Need Therapy, mm. and they're older men, but, like, you know, to, to a certain extent, like, they done went through what well, what I'm going through now, yeah. and so it was just like, you know, I listen to the, while I'm working, I'm listening to all these episodes, and I'll be like, man, that's crazy, like. Even these, like, older guys are, are in a sense, going through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is, like, what uh, what Shed said is I listen to music. I'm a big music guy. So I either make some, play some, or just listen. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of R&B. Mm. Oh, my God. Crazy. <laughs> like, I'm talking, like, it's crazy how, like, artists... You think you would think like artists are just like just doing this to do this but like when you're l- listening to like what they're saying it's like man you was going through the same thing I was going through like they put their life on the man track. like it's it's crazy and it's yeah yeah hey, hey, but no man. like but no, like <laughs> I just I would listen to I'll just be listening to some music and just be chilling in the bed and just like when I tell y'all like I needed to cry, I can't remember the last time before I before I cried in the summer, I can't remember the last time I cried. Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how crazy it is. Like and me, I'm a I'm a very emotional person. Like I take I take to heart what like a lot of people say to me. Like if yeah. they're giving me their word. I'm going to give them my word and I am going to stick to that. Like Six. I I, ex- I wouldn't say I expect a lot from others, but like
5: you just expect reciprocity of what yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah, then, yeah.
2: Like, and then when it doesn't when it doesn't come back like that, it's like, man, like That's I know, yeah, and I know like, you know, some people they got their own things going on, which and I respect that because I do too. But it's just like Stuff happens, know. but stand on your word. Bro. Yeah, like, That's all you got, at least bro. let me know, type. That's all you got, bro. It's yeah. But, um,
4: back to said, I definitely <laughs> call my mom when I'm going through it, man. Shout out, Mom Dukes. <laughs> man. I wish
2: I had that relationship with my mom, like, for like, real.
4: My freshman year, bro, I literally sat in the bed and cried. For Just real? on the phone with my mom for like 15, 20 minutes, bro. It was rough. Man
1: but She didn't build me back up, so we yeah, that's Hey, I will, I will say that, like, like my mom, like me personally, like, unfortunately, I just don't had that. Like, I love my mom, love my mom to the ends of earth. I don't know what I would do without her. I just don't got that that relationship with my mom, and I feel like it, a lot of it has to do with that kind of stigma that like you know men shouldn't cry especially mm-hmm. in front of their women you know what i'm yeah. saying like like especially in front of my mama like i hate crying in front of my mama i hate it
4: but sometimes but it, it just yeah like, I, I
1: hate especially like like after i turned like 15 16 i started like really growing up I hate crying in front of my mama and I I, and I hate crying in front of like my significant other. Like cause like like I said, that stigma of of being being weak. Yeah, Yeah, being like like, 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 like you (laughs) You letting you letting that person see you at your lowest. I was just like, I don't want this person to see me at my lowest, but at the same time, especially for your significant other. That's that significant other, especially if it's the right way, should be able to be there able to build to you it. back up. You know, know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it shouldn't be like like oh you a man why are you crying this and that? Like no, that significant other is supposed to be like like it's okay like 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 I'm here for you. You here for me? Type stuff. Like regardless if it's a man crying, woman crying, like I'm here for you for yo, yo You can lean your head on my shoulder. I should be able to lean my head on your shoulder mm-hmm. when I'm going through
2: it. And you can definitely stuff. tell like if if that person is the one. Like if they don't say nothing and they just let you feel how you feel, oh That's how you know that's the one because it, it you know like when they're just like, man, what you doing? Yeah. Like, what you mean? What am I doing? Like, like, like I'm, really, I'm, I'm sad. I'm going, yeah. through it. it's going through it. Yeah. I'm going through it. Like,
1: is you go like help me? Or is yeah. Is you to like, look at me crazy? Right, like,
3: like, like, I feel that like personally, I feel like I I need some type of woman because like. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people say you know men are logical, yeah. women are emotional, mm-hmm. and as I feel like that's very true. Like the women that I have in my life, like they help me guide my emotions. Like I have women best friends, and I mean that in the most sincere way possible. I love them like they my brother. Like mm-hmm. I treat them like they my brother. You know what I'm saying? They help me to to know how to guide through certain emotions because yeah. sometimes you don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, like they they like a real woman like. They will for sure help you through a lot of things. Yeah. Man. Like need to, I, And they'll
2: definitely reassure you like it's okay. Like you can feel this way. It's 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 all right. You know, that like, I I I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. La- la- la-
1: last thing, last thing, especially because like a lot of us dudes promote crash out decisions for our for like our, our god friends. <laughs> like like I I would have to like go to like my god friends and then my female friends on like advice when i need it because some of my Mm -hmm. guy friends will promote crash out decisions but some of my female friends who are really in tune with the emotions like she said are going to help me break like like yo slow down you know what i'm saying let's let's use our heads you know what i'm saying like let's keep our use your heads keep your feet on the ground let's 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 calm down, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Before you do something reckless. before you make a permanent decision on temporary feelings. Like that's right. that's never act out of yeah. emotion. Yeah. Fellas, quit so, quit giving your friends crash out yeah, choices. That's, not that's stupid. That's it's Don't not, do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, the music. Speaking on the music. Yeah. My speaking bad. on uh significant others, uh um, we can move on to dating. <laughs> so um <laughs> Wait Us it, us going to a PWI. That's... Um is the fetishization of black men real with white women? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
5: uh yeah. 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 I feel like I feel like it is. Um I feel like it's I feel like it's a percentage of this is not to bash white women or any other type of woman, but I feel like a percentage of it is like some people maybe actually be attracted to black men. You know, you like what you like, but a lot of times I feel like a lot of people, uh, a lot of women say they just got with uh, a black man to say like they got with a black man yeah. and they experienced it. And you know, the internet, social media <laughs> is crazy. So yeah. I just feel like they just do it to check off the check off the mark, just to use this like look at us like just like a figure of something and just move on, you know. And you know, it's, it's like a Yeah, it's <laughs> like an allure. Yeah, oh, it's God. it's. It's messed up, you know. It's like yeah, you're looking at me like I'm a piece of meat or something. You know, it's kind of weird, but you know, it, it's real though. It's yeah, really, yeah, real. Like I'll definitely come.
1: I was I was waiting on it. I'm not Pons. gonna lie. I, I thought we was gonna just slide up. My ass, man. You know, you caught it. I I get it. See, I've definitely met like some white women who are like actually like genuinely like like dudes and don't treat it like. Like it's tokenism, like they actually are like cool with it. Um, but on the other hand, there are like like whenever like the 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 wrong way to like black men for white women, there are like two there are like two different versions that I always pop up. One, like like how O said are the white women that kinda use it as like a checkout box, like, oh yeah I got with a black dude. Mm. Boom, I'm not racist, everybody. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm saying? And Literally. then the, and then there's the other white girl who 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 she tries appears. to who that but also seems like they're trying to act like Understood. black women. Oh yeah, um, like, like, mm. like there are a lot of white women it's who too many. try to act like 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 black women, like the stereotypical mm. ratchet black woman. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. You don't need to act like that to, you know, catch my intelligence or, or to catch my interest. Like I am focused on like a woman who's intelligent and, uh, and emotional, like the more I've grown up, like looks do matter, don't get it twisted. Yeah. But the more I'm growing up, the more I've been attracted to energy, intelligence yeah. and how a woman carries herself. Mm-hmm. If you can walk into a room, and, like you walk into a room, what is everybody thinking about you? What is everybody like speaking about you? Are you being spoken in a high light, uh, high li- uh, uh, a, high, a higher like are you giving high praise not just by men but by women as well? If you can get mm-hmm. praised by both men and women. Damn. Oh yeah, you that girl. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Girl, but girl. but yeah, like, those are like the two types of white women who date black dudes, and I just I just look at them kind of weird. But like mm-hmm. I said, there are white women who actually genuinely care for a black man and do take the time to know how to take care of a black man mm-hmm. because you know, like especially if they're trying to have children with this black man, uh, you need to know how to take care of their hair. You need to know how to, you need to know how to teach them like that. They are. Going to be looked at as different, despite them, you know, being light skinned and biracial. They're going, they're still, they're still going to be looked at as black by the by the majority of people here in this country. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to know how to navigate that. You need, uh, you good. need to know how to not, na- yeah, how to cook. You need to know how to navigate. <laughs> you need to know how to navigate the you know, dealing, dealing with his mama. You know what I'm saying? Being able yeah. to to talk to his mama and not say something crash out. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of, a lot of, our, a lot of our, a lot of our, a lot of our mamas. Let's just be real. Want us with black women. You know what I'm saying? So so. When and bring home a white woman You need to come correct You know what I'm saying So 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 I don't look dumb In front of my mom <laughs> You know what I'm saying But yeah
2: Okay Okay So um, Do y'all I- I'll ask this question After So what's the What's the difference Between Talking Dating And a relationship
3: Hmm That's a good question uh, I feel like the difference Is like Communication and exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, talking, like, especially the way we live now, like the hookup stages and all that, mm-hmm. that's talking, you know what I'm saying? Having sex is talking, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it really is all about communication and exclusivity, like, that's if right. you gonna date, I feel like dating isn't an exclusive thing. Like, you can date multiple people at once, and don't take me wrong, but like, I can take someone out of the date to see if I want to, I want to, you know, further relationship with them. Yeah. I can take someone yeah. out on a date to see if this is the person that's right for me. It doesn't have to be, oh, I just took, I'm taking one person on a date, like, it's okay to take multiple people on a date to figure out who who's the best person for you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. And like, it, it becomes a relationship when you communicate, it's like, okay, I want you, I want only you, and we're going to be exclusive. Okay, now I'm only dating you. Like, I feel like in a relationship, you should never stop dating. That's a, that's one something that you, that we fail at doing, like, you stop dating and you start losing that chemistry. You start once growing you, once apart. Once you get her, you give it up. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't give up. Like, you keep doing the things that, like, you, you start, you stay at zero yeah. one. You don't. Keep just, chasing, you know keep chasing. Saying? Like, dating is a, is a, I won't say a tool, but it's definitely a resource to use to, you know, make sure you build a healthy relationship. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's all about communication at the end of the day yeah. uh, to figure out what's, really what's going on like between talking, dating and a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate the word talking so much. <laughs> like like because it,
1: it means different things to different people. Like how she said, like, like having sex can mean talking to one person. But like like for me personally, if I'm talking to a woman, I'm I'm exclusive with her. You know what I'm saying? I'm only seeing you. But at the same time, it's kinda like the I hate I hate using this term, but like kind of like the free trial stage <laughs> of dating. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 Three we weeks. not we not popped out like that, but at the same time I'm trying to like, I'm rocking with you, but I want to see if you rocking with me, I'm trying to see who you are as a person before I fully commit to you as an individual and I fully am able to to love you out loud. You know what I'm saying? Not, not that I'm saying I want to like hide this girl from from the world or, or anything like that, but I want to be able to see, you know, how are you going to act, you know, with my friends? How are you going to act with me alone? How are you going to act with me in public? How are you going to act in front of my parents? What are your goals? What are your values? I feel like that is like talking, getting to know that individual. Um, and then once you've got all of that, and you've come to the, you know, to the consistency ahead. Okay, this is the person I want to be with her. I don't think that's going to work. I feel like that's talk. And then like, like I said that I agree with the dating part. You could take multiple people on dates and sort out who you, who you want to be with. And then relationship exclusivity. Like, 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 I know some people, you know, got poly, you know, a polyamorous relationships. Mm-hmm. Monog, like I'm a monogamous type person. Like if I'm if I'm dating a, a woman. I'm dating that woman and only that woman, you know true, what I'm saying? True, true. That's the only woman for me, you know, and I'm not going to be seeing no other other no other no chick, no nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like it, that, it's only her. So mm-hmm. just me personally, I will like, like especially with talking, I'm already exclusive. Like I'm, I'm borderline dating you, but I, I still got to see how you're going to be in these situations. Who are you as a person? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
4: You're letting a girl meet your mom in the talking stage? <laughs> no, I mean it. it, it that's, <laughs> that's what you saying. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends. It depends.
1: It, <laughs> it, it just kind of depends. You know, like 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 if I'm in like if I'm back home in California, like despite how big California is, a lot of people, especially in the Inland Empire, a lot of people in the Inland Empire know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's despite it being a big area. Like, like people know me from Rancho, people know me from Riverside, people know me from Fontana. From These are places that are 30, 40, 50 minutes away from where I live at and people still know who I am. So it's just like, Especially if I'm, you know, seeing a girl, or and I'm telling my mama like, oh, and my mama knows I've seen a girl like uh, multiple times. She's gonna ask about like, like, yeah, like, yeah, who, like, yeah, yeah. who, like, who is this so and so? Mm-hmm. And she's gonna want to, you know, meet this individual. And especially me, I take great pride in my mama, and I know a lot of dudes are like this. We like to try to see a little bit of our mom in in a woman. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Because you know, for most of us, our mo- our mothers kept us grounded. Yeah. Our mothers kept us, you know. Same. Whenever we was crashing out, guess who was able to reel us back in? Our mama. That mm-hmm. should be how your significant other, is, especially you know, for men who are dating women, if you're about to you know crash out, because sometimes man we crash out. Your know, woman should be able to you know reel you back in and pull you back you know to reality and pull you back and be like, hey, I got you. We good. We gonna rock. We gonna be together. And, you know, it ain't nothing gonna break us. It's you, me against the world. You know, what I'm saying we a team. So. um, but you know, it just kind—it just kind of depends. Like if, if I'm in the talk stage, I've been—I've been seeing this girl. My mom keep asking about her. You know, I'll, I'll ask a girl like, "Yo, you want to be my mom's?" You know what I'm saying? How are you gonna act around my mom's? You acting great about my mom's? Yeah, we locked in. But if you acting crazy about my mom's, you gotta go. My mom don't like you. I'm sorry, Kid Rocks.
4: <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I think I'm waiting until the dating stage to bring a girl to mom's. Yeah, that's days. fair. Yeah. That's fair. Because then I actually got to talk to her. But I feel like, in today talking is. I slide up and say hi. They like, oh, he tried to talk to me. I'm trying to get your shoes. What you (laughs) mean?
0: (laughs) Like,
1: hey, 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 hey. She, she was looking good in the story. You let like the story one oh, time. He trying to oh, talk to me i yeah, You lying. You lying to your friends. Lying to the American oh, public. Bro, don't let you give a compliment. Oh, we talking. From he nah. talking. To me? Nah, he, he trying to
2: hide. Like, yeah, bro, I just like what? the hair. You, you know,
1: I like the hair. I like the little fit. You looking good. I'm gonna compliment you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking to you, but you know I can I can, I can shoot a little comp- uh, compliment here and there. Like
4: if I shot good? the compliment and then. Sleep. Let's talk.
1: The- <laughs> <laughs> but if it's lit. just
2: a compliment, keep it pushing.
1: No, yeah, no. I just yeah. said a compliment. You can tell your friends I complimented you, but that should be it. Yeah.
2: You know, I want not try to talk to you. For me, I honestly, I I agree with y'all, all y'all. Like talking for me is just like, you know, like um, I'm seeing like who you are, like because it's, it's kind of like a pillow talk.
3: Y- y- y'all know, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah, so, no, so, no, yeah, negative so was, connotation behind that, not y- no, negative. Yeah, not the negative. Yeah, not the negative one, the yeah. positive one. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but like,
2: it, and then and then dating is is me getting to know you even even more like on a personal level. Like, for me, I, I tend to, I tend to like pick, I, I like picking picking around not and not in a bad way, but like. Picking around, seeing where your head is at, type yeah. thing, like, like where your mental. You definitely
3: ask certain questions to see, like, yeah, you know, like
2: yeah, like how you were reacting. Yeah, and
3: what are your goals? What are your relationship yeah, with your mother? Like, you know what I'm saying? How your yeah, what's your relationship yeah, with your
1: sure, siblings? Yeah. How, do you, how how do you respond when, when stuff doesn't go your way? Do right. you crash out or do you, you know level yourself right. and try to find a solution?
2: And, and then even dating for me, it, it goes even deeper because it's like you know, like what. Like what kind of uh, of traumas do you have? Like very personal, like very vulnerable. It gets yeah. very vulnerable for me. I'm a very vulnerable, per- vulnerable person. So I I kind I tend to like take that, and I feel like we can share that. You know, like what what takes you, what takes me, type thing. Yeah. And then a the relationship is is very much like you know, like I want you. I want I want to only be seeing you. Um, Going back to the dating thing, I, I agree with what y'all said. Like I can date multiple people, like take people multiple out. People on yeah. Days. But it's it's nothing, it's nothing like it's not like like, yeah, I I I feel like we could have something together, but I, I need to get to know you even more, type thing.
1: Facts. Also, like like especially for us. I I know I'm the only one in here who hasn't hit his twenties yet, but I'll be twenty this coming May. Mm. At this stage in my life, if I am seen with a woman and this and I'm in a relationship with a woman, my end goal is marriage. Yeah. You know, me mm-hmm. personally. Like I'm right. like like we're not that far away from 20, to, we're not that far away from 25, 30. Like me personally, my parents got married at 24 and 26, respectively. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know that's what right. I'm saying? Like and that's what I want. I want to be married with kids for 30. I've said that a million times. I want to be married with kids <laughs> little for J's 30. running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
5: <laughs> my little Julius running
1: around, but nah, I would to be married with kids for 30. You know, so if if I'm, you know, exclusively seeing you, that means that I've tackled the ins and outs, your pros and cons. I've decided that the pros outweigh the cons. We can work on the cons together. Sure. You compliment me well. I compliment you well. You hide yes. my weaknesses. I hide your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Let's be together. Let's see if we can make something out of this.
4: So, mm-hmm. one more question: yeah. Are y'all seeing them in person when y'all
2: talking,
1: or is it just strictly over the phone? I'm seeing them. In person, I'm right? seeing them in person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That over the phone yeah. stuff. That's not enough.
2: That, I, I think for for me, like I'm so. Over the phone thing is, is very much like like high school. Like I felt like in, in high school, like middle school, high school, I had to, in a sense, like, I didn't let my mom know that I was seeing people. Thanks. Like, like Bam. my mom was very much like like she 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 wasn't she wasn't it seemed like she wasn't cool with me hanging out with people outside of school. So, you know, like that's kinda where that's kinda just how I feel. Like I didn't I didn't get to really like ooh voice group. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, okay, let's regroup. regroup. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't get to like you know like I said I didn't get to see people outside of school. So like um, towards like maybe COVID. That's what that was like junior year, senior year type. That's when like I started going out more and like seeing seeing other not seeing other people as far as like relationships, but like just like. Chilling with friends and you know I had a car. I have a car, so like driving around and 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 hanging out with with other people. So yeah, yeah. But um, so moving on. Oh, okay. Um, what are y'all like preference? Like, do y'all date black women, white women, other races? I
1: love the black women. Man, love black women. Mm-hmm. I don't got too much of a preference because I came from more of a more diverse area. I came, I you know, I grew up around a lot of Latino women, Asian women, Arabic women. Highly slept on, by the way. Um, the Arabic but, women. Be the Arabic women are highly slept on. Good God, um, they be covering up. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, but you know, but you know, of course, black women just come first. You know, what I'm saying that's what I grew up around. That's what I saw. You know, be be you know, the people that held down the men in my life, my my father, my uncles, you know what I'm saying, my older, older cousins,
3: But it's black women first, you know, first and foremost. Yeah, for sure. Like preference wise, I for sure prefer black women. Um, and honestly, I love dark skins. I know that's a yeah, thing around, like, like uh, why do you, why, yes, sir, you're not gay. supposed to like dark skins, but I don't know, melanin, should the sun make that this, The sun glow <laughs> listening and gleaming Like whoa. ooh wait, yeah, I love all black women For real though but
2: Yeah Yeah I, I I only date black women I'm not gonna think but yeah. No <laughs> yeah, I, I That's the only thing woman. I've
4: been around So that's the only thing I chase I ain't gonna lie no, um, so, so. But
2: Relating back to mental health How do you communicate With your significant other That you're having difficulties And have you left a situation Because of mental health
1: like, like I said, like, I'm still working on this, especially mm-hmm. like even with my mother. Um, so of course like get like, if I'm still kind of working on this with my mother, it's gonna be even more difficult with like a significant other for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I just kind of like, you know, let her know, like, cause me personally, I like to take time to myself and you know, Take the time to process what is going on mm. and deal with it in a healthy way. Sometimes I just need my space. Sometimes, yeah. like, I know we've been talking about like dudes, you know, being able to talk about things and being able to, you know, conversate and let out that emotion in a healthy way. But sometimes dudes just need their space. Sometimes mm. dudes just need their space to work it out. And, and 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 shake back so and i know a lot of women you know want to be nurturing and want to you know help their men and want to you know be there and and, and be that that hand that shoulder and, and that's fantastic love to see it keep doing mm-hmm. that but sometimes you just need to know that you know the best thing for you for your for you to do for your man is just to go back to bed it's just to let him you know do what he needs to do you know what i'm saying give him give him his time and space he don't come back around it's not you Promise is not you. He just got some stuff he's working through.
2: I think the thing about that is definitely is, so it so it goes hand in hand. Um, I think the thing about that is definitely like communication. So like, communicating that you f- that you're feeling some type of way that you're having difficulties, and your significant other like understanding that like okay like how like what can I do to not I guess not I guess like. Make him feel better, but just like, you know, make him like be, you know, ground him yeah. type type thing. Um, I think a, a big thing for us as men, and and not even just men, I, I feel like all around in general is like we talk so much about communication, but yet when there's when there's something that happens, when there's a situation that happens, nobody communicates. It's it all just a misunderstanding. Um, and that's kind of just like, well, like it's, it's kind of just like a slap in the face. Like we talking about like, oh, men need to do this, this, and this, and this, but can we have, um, can we have like that open space, you know, is, is somebody actually listening to us? And and same thing goes for men. Like I hear a lot of women saying that we try to like fix the problem, um, when really they just need a, a open ear like they just need somebody to sit there and listen and not say a word
1: yeah like like me naturally like if you come to me with a problem I'm going to try to find a solution for you but if you just want me if you just want to vent to me let me know I ain't going to say nothing I'm just going to let you say what you need to say but if, if you come to me with a problem but you don't say just let me vent I'm going to try to give you a solution because you know, like if in my mind, there's no use being stuck in a problem. Like you using energy to talk to me about this problem when you could be using the energy to fix the problem. But if you just want to vent to me, let me know that. Mm. I'll have an open ear for you. But Mm. if you don't say that, I'm going to give you a solution or give you multiple solutions that could work
4: that's back to the to the men think logically and women think emotionally exactly. they just want to let their emotions out and we want to try and problem solve <laughs> they, be, they, be they be quick to shut up that's not what I'm <laughs> doing
3: like obviously I know the answer but I didn't want you to tell me that. I just want you, to, you know, yeah like I, know, like, like, I know
1: the answer in my head I'm like so why like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah why are you talking like why are you telling to me about she this gave she gave a rhetorical paragraph <laughs> like, like you know the answer why aren't you you know like yeah. go, go do it's it so but like I said like if you communicate that you just want to let it out and you just need an outlet let me know I'm, I'm more than happy to just be here for you I
4: mm-hmm. think we are still young so
1: for communication sure.
4: is like a big thing that everybody has to yeah, work on we're still on, right, man we're not grown I think once everybody grow up and understands communication things are going to get a lot better for everybody mm-hmm. and their significant other
2: yeah sex so um, kind of our last topic going back to dating black women Um, The fact that there are more black women than black men on campus, um, what are some challenges about dating and how dating black women and how do you approach them?
1: I'll say this, like, and, it, and this isn't like a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I love the community that, you know, we build at OU. Like I feel like we have like an unwritten rule that like we don't like to start drama with each other. Like if there's beef with one of, with one another, like you you take that somewhere else. Don't bring that out on Friday night or Saturday night when everybody's trying to have a good time and you're trying to ruin the mood. Like I, like I like that. But at the same time, it can be very, very difficult. Like let's say you, you get in a relationship with a black woman here and things end up messy. Your business, a lot of other
3: black, other black women.
1: Your know, business also. is out there now, like the like whole you know, city what I'm of Athens. <laughs> the whole city <laughs> of Athens knows your business. Whether you was dating this woman, whether you was just seeing this woman on the side, whether it's just whatever, your business is now out there, and it can be very, especially like just coming like with women, it can be very difficult to um to be able to give whole sides of the story because you know like like naturally we're going to tell our side of the story. And naturally we're going to look at ourselves as the good guy or the good girl of our story. Mm-hmm. So while old girl is, is telling her homegirls like, oh, he was this, 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 and this, you don't get a chance to be like, hold on, time out. Like, like I, I could have been wrong here, 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 but you was wrong here. They're they not hearing that. Like mm-hmm. I said, they're they, they not, they not hearing here, Especially if that's they homegirls, mm-hmm. they're not hearing that. You know, I know think, think
4: so? also like women have like a tighter unity with each other. They always building each other up. It don't matter who posts yes, on Instagram, man. but it's it's yes, queen. <laughs> dude, girl, girl. And the dude'll be like, Oh, I'm flyer to him. Yeah. His shoes are like, <laughs> It's like we be quick to and hate and they be so quick red. to build Those each other fake, up. For
1: sure. My, shoe, my shoes better, my girl's yeah. better. My girl's bigger than yours. <laughs> bigger than yours. I make more money than you. I make more money you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So it's like if you mess up as a man, the women gonna stick together and nobody gonna want to talk to you now. But then when a dude is like Oh dang, you got her. Good job, bro. Like okay. keep going. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. We just look at it so different that it makes like dating hard or talking to anybody in a small city so hard.
2: Yeah. I I say like shoot, I don't even know, honestly. Like approaching black women is hard speaking personally, because you don't want them to think you just some well, I mean, technically to them, you are a random, mm. unless they know you. But, like, even so, like, you just.
3: You don't want to be a weird random. Yeah. Because,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, because, like, they they probably get so many randoms coming up to them. Like, hey, like, you know, you. Getting cat cool. call. Yeah, like, but me, like, true. I'm just, hey, how you doing yeah. type, like, you know. So, I don't know.
4: I feel like I, I try and play such a respectful role that. It'd be hard for them to even see yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you he, oh, you're <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, like, he's oh, friendly. I'm like, oh. he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I'm, like, oh,
0: I'm trying <laughs> to talk <laughs> to you. <laughs> hey, give me a chance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's facts. No, I definitely. Like, like like Jen said I'm trying to come in like a respectful way mm-hmm. because you know if you come off you know too cocky and be like oh, like, oh he thinks that he just got me or if you come off you know maybe too timid they gonna think like, oh he a weirdo he don't got that confidence so you gotta like try and find like a nice middle mm-hmm. ground and especially like to my dudes who may or may not be hearing this learn how to take rejection you are not gonna get every yeah. girl you come after and don't don't be on no BS like like, like like saying like oh she was she was ugly anyway she wasn't ugly when you was trying to talk to her yeah, bro yeah. hey, you look corny saying that you happened. look oh, weird we she'd be like she be like no
4: i don't want your number oh you was ugly what you oh, was ugly yeah. Wait, that, why'd you come over here <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you
1: you you look weird gang what just take just take that, on, that <laughs> on just take that on the chin yeah <laughs> you're <laughs> 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 just, just, just take that on the chin you know what i'm saying like oh that oh that's what's up you know have a good day da 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 Keep it pushing. You gonna mm-hmm. get you, they, you gonna get respect. You gonna have a lot. You gonna get a lot more respect from her yeah. than if you just crash and be like, "Oh, you was ugly anyway." Da, 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 da. I, I want your friend. Actually, you look weird, bro. Yeah. You look like You're a loser. You <laughs> look like a loser.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. So last last couple last question technically. So like, what y'all think about like dating outside of Athens? And with that being said, like talking to multiple women, whether that's like in Athens, Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Toledo, Dayton, Whatever other cities are in Ohio, even or even outside of Ohio. Ohio for real.
3: You said what? I said, I ain't even know that many cities in Ohio. Bro,
2: you'd be surprised. You would actually be surprised.
3: Springfield, Kent, Akron, I don't even know what a man. Springfield is. <laughs> I don't even live here. I man, all right. Only when I be stuck on this Pickerington. <laughs> hey, that don't sit right with me, man.
2: Zanesville.
1: Man. <laughs> Zanesville
2: is crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, uh, me personally, especially like within Athens, I try to like be careful. Cause like I said, black girl, like I said, love to see the community they are tapped in with each other. They know who's talking to who, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be very, very difficult. Unless you are just like that, <laughs> it is going to be very, very difficult oh, yeah. for you to talk to multiple women and not get exposed. Cause odds are, you, you know what I'm saying? Especially especially in the friend groups, good God. If you're talking to two oh, girls dear. in a friend group, nine times out of 10, <laughs> they both know. You are getting flamed in a group chat, Brody. Oh, <laughs> you are cool. getting- you, If
3: they both talking to you, I don't know if you're getting flamed though, Danny.
1: You might, I mean, you might be. They could be just playing, they could just be playing you, but a Especially like in like in Athens, or even like let's say like if you're talking to you know a girl at OU and then like a girl at OSU, even then, especially if they're both from Ohio, it's still gonna be very hard to get that off because a lot of people from OSU and OU know each other. Shit, I'm not talking about you. You a D1 football that, player it's bro. different. Subscribe.
3: I didn't <laughs> say it. <that>, you <man. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> get that off. But I right? just caught a crazy stray for no reason. <laughs> Listen, I just want to know. I'd be in my room, man. I don't know what he's talking <laughs> about like i am a ghost you know I'm ghost. but now, nah, like if you
1: were just unless if you were just that guy it's gonna be very hard to get that off you know what i'm saying so me personally if you're talking to what if you're talking to a girl stay to that one girl is is it, you you are going to lower the chance of you looking like a goofball
3: bro like, goofball.
4: <laughs> i feel like we're saying this now but like the last segment we were saying oh i'm dating multiple girls so it don't matter
1: no so I mean, it's like I mean,
3: but they're saying, like.
1: Like dating and talking, like I said, like yeah. dating and talking are two different things. Like if you're if you take a girl like a, a girl out on a date, you feeling her out, eh, I ain't really messing with it like that. That's cool. And then you take another girl on a date and see if you're feeling that out. I feel like that's different. But talking to different women, like giving that expectation that you're trying to move forward into a relationship with different women, that is chalk. Please so this is the other talking that. state, the, yeah, the, the part two of the
2: talking state. Okay, clarify: talking, <laughs> dating, talking, talking part two. <laughs> 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 we just got to clarify which which talking. Uh, and, 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 and then bad. And then man. dating part two, part relationship. Dating part two,
1: <laughs> relationship <laughs> part two. You know, <laughs> <laughs> situationship. You know what I am saying? <laughs> 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 just making words up, entanglement.
2: Just making words <laughs> up. We just have to
1: clarify. Yeah, but nah like yeah, talk like the second. You know, the good talking state. Trying to see if you want to be in a relationship with said person. Talking stage, if you're trying to talk to multiple women, especially multiple women on the same college, especially multiple Black women on the same college, that is chalk. You are going to look like a goofball, bro. Yeah, buddy, give it up. You're not Lil Will. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that's, that's 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 really my stance on it.
2: Okay. Well, I said I said last question, but this is really the last question. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> for real,
4: for real
2: now. <laughs> um. So. How long do you have to talk to a girl before you begin a relationship? Mm -mm.
1: I don't think that there's, like, a time stamp on it personally. I Mm -hmm. mean, usually if I'm talking to you, like like I said, I'm already considering moving forward in a relationship with you. I'm just trying to see how you are in different scenarios, what your mind is like, if you are intelligent, if you are, you know, emotionally stable, if if you have emotional intelligence. Are you Mm -hmm. goal-driven? Are you hardworking? Can... Can you know? Can you know when it's time to you know be there for me and you know be that you know that shoulder to cry on and when it's time to, you know give me my space? You know what I'm saying? Can can we get through? Can we if we have a problems in a relationship? Can it be us versus the problem instead of me versus you? You know what I'm saying? Like like once I get you know a good gist of some of that, then it's gonna be like okay, I think it's it's time to move forward in the relationship.
3: It's time to pop out. That's my shawty for real for real. So. Yeah, yeah. I usually yeah. I feel like it's no certain time at all. Like, so one girl, you may feel like you' ready to go all in right now. You know, what I'm saying? and then it's another one. It's like, oh, okay. You shoot. You showed a few of the things that I like to see you know, in a woman. Then okay, let me see if we if we you know keep talking or whatever go forward. Like, you know, it may take a little longer for you to okay. Yeah, I want you. You know, what I'm saying I want it to be me and you. You know, cause like sometimes you just click better with certain people and it's, you know, energies align with yeah. certain people a lot better than others. You know what I'm saying? So it's really not a certain time. I feel like it shouldn't be a a pressure, pressure thing. You know, just take your time, you know, just vibe, just chill, you know what I'm saying? Get to know that person on a deeper level than just trying to, you know, like get to know, like Jay said, are you goal driven? What's your goal? What do you want to do in life? What are, where do you see yourself in five years? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you, are you intelligent? Do you? Carry, like how will you react in certain situations? Like sometimes you you see that in a person quicker than others. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, piggybacking off of both of y'all,
4: I think I think you could definitely click click with someone quicker than you click with somebody else. So it's like you can meet somebody today and y'all go on an, on a date this weekend. And it's like oh yeah. Or I could meet you tomorrow and not talk to you for another two <laughs> three months and be like oh actually yeah I it mean. was kind of cool we could we could see if it works so. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I think it all just depends on the person. And then sometimes, like, even when you are talking to them before you move on to a relationship, you got to see them get tested, honestly. It sucks. Mm. Like, it sounds bad, but people have to be tested to see how much how much you can rock with them and how, how hard they're going to bounce back.
2: Yeah, because yeah, Or if they're going to keep it a
4: buck with you. Because yeah. if you about to lie over some stu- something that over i seen. Some, over man. some little stuff? Oh, yeah. Lord. It's like, it's like why even, why even keep going? But.
2: Especially, like, when you're, when you're locked in, you'll see their true colors. And be like, man, like, did I make a right choice? Mm-hmm. But for me, um, yeah, I agree. There, I don't think there's like a, a time stamp of like uh, talking to a girl before you start a relationship. Uh, I think I do think like a lot of people have to be tested because it's like once you once once you find once you see like somebody's acting uh, weird a certain way like after you maybe you you may ask a question or the way they react to something you may say or something it's like okay well now like let me see let me see yeah, is some this more really what I yeah like let me see how far like maybe there's something else like there's definitely something like under your skin that you're definitely hiding so yeah i agree i feel
4: like also it's common for people to be like in a situation and just assume it's a relationship without yeah. actually saying oh, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's
4: like people been dating for two, three years, acting like (laughs) boyfriend and girlfriend, but y'all not really official. So I feel like they be holding that against each other as well. Like Mm -hmm. they'll crash out about that. So I don't know. Times is weird right now, man. Man. Times is is weird. Well,
2: it's it's, going to get fixed. But um, thank you guys for joining for the men's takeover. We appreciate it so much. Thanks for watching at the moment. Tune in next week to see what's happening here at OU. True. Thank you for having me. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for having us.